0: The Big
1: Nerd Podcast.
0: Explore your inner nerd. Some call it a hobby, but if you're really into something, let's face it, you're nerdy about it. Whether that's video games, statistics, old books, or cars, it's all geek to host Ray B. Sock as he takes you into the minds of his guests and his own nerdy obsessions.
1: Now your host, Ray Besock, and the Big
0: Nerd Podcast. <laughs> He's so nerdy. Everybody, welcome back to the Big Nerd Podcast. It is the B-I-G-N-E-R-D, Ray Besock here at Florida Southern College in Lakeland, Florida, of course. And I'm here with Slinky Jones, a member of the men's basketball team. How you doing, Slinky? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, No problem, man. Uh, first athlete I've had on the show, uh, other than wrestlers. I've had a few wrestlers <laughs> on there. But uh, nobody I've worked quite closely with. I've, I've seen a lot of your games, so... Um, but yeah, tell me. Uh, you know, first of all, let's get into your background. I mean, uh, how, you grew up in New York, uh, Newburgh, just, New York. Yeah, just talk about your background a little bit. Um, I come from a really small
1: town that's about an hour north of Manhattan, um, just an hour under, an hour south of the state capital, Albany. Um, really, really bad area actually. Like, um, in my since I believe I was in seventh grade to about now, it's been labeled. N- negatively murder capital of, Newber- of new york oh. um i thought that'd be the Bronx. yes,
0: <laughs> yes sir <laughs> um
1: it's really like a dark cloud of my whole life all i've heard is it's easy to get in trouble it's hard to get out of it so that's been like kind of my motivation is staying away from all trouble um it's also been a lot of my motivation to stay away from home a lot because like i said it's so easy to get into stuff back home than it is to get out of it. I have a lot of friends that are either went through something horrible, had something horrible happen to somebody they know, or they're in prison, they may be dead, or stuff like that. So it's always been negative. That's why I've always been big on like going out of state to go to school. I've always wanted to see, like, there's more to Newburgh, New York, and I'm one of the few that get to see that.
0: Yeah, how special is that for, you, I mean, for your family? I and mean, you know, they got to see you, you know, go out and uh, you know blossom outside of you know.
1: They're real happy with it. Um, for a lot of my family, it's their first time like being out of New York State, so they're like always excited to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely gonna come to see you." Like, I've had a lot of family come down here actually uh, for my. Well, it wasn't a lot, but I had family come for senior night, and they were, like, so excited. It's winter up in New York yeah. right now, and they come down for a couple of days to 80-degree weather. And, like, before this, I was in Connecticut, which is just too far from New York, but still, it's not New York. And before that, I was in Illinois, and before that, I was in North Carolina. So, like I said, I, I'm all for being out of it and seeing, like, being able to see more to Newburgh, New York, than everybody else gets to see.
0: <laughs> um uh, obviously, I know um, a little bit of your backstory, so we will get into this a little bit. But uh, I know how important family is to you. Yes. And um, now I know your mother's passed. Yes. Uh, and as somebody that lost their mother, when I, I lost mine when I was twenty four, so I I sympathize with you. I've been there. It's it's, it's really rough. Yes, you know? sir. Um, but did did she see this? When did she pass?
1: Uh, she passed January twenty seventeen, three days after my twenty first birthday.
0: Okay, so she got to see you play college basketball, right?
1: Um. She got to on stream games. Okay. Not, she last game my mom was at was my senior year in high school, my senior night. It's the last game that she was personally at. Um, everything else, she's got to watch like online. Um, yeah.
0: So. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, trust me, it's so tough for me to talk about sometimes too. So, but um, it. So what was what was her name?
1: Uh, Valerie. Um, everybody called her Stacy. <laughs> Why is that? So. Uh, I was born. That was her name. All right. <laughs> it was her name. I thought my mom's name was Stacy for the longest Stacey. until I found out. Yes, was yes mom. Yes, <laughs> that's what I said. And
0: how old, how old was she?
1: She was 39 when she passed. Wow, yeah, a month before her 40, 40th birthday.
0: Um, I I know it's tough, man. It's. Um, was it cancer? Yes. Okay. What, what kind of cancer was
1: it? Um that they still do not know really um by the time that we all figured it out um yes. they couldn't tell where it started from so okay. they know but they really didn't know uh i forgot on a death certificate exactly what it says yeah, it just, but it's, okay. it's it, fine yeah it's nobody fine. nobody really knew
0: so it looks like an aggressive form of cancer yes Does it come on like suddenly and everything or?
1: um we don't honestly we don't my mom was like so like that she's like my hero and like mm-hmm. the strongest person it's like she was so good at like hiding stuff like where you wouldn't know if something was wrong with her unless she, like she really wanted you to see and she did a real good job of hiding that she had cancer as bad as that sounds and then she finally told me around I believe stage three she gave me a call and let me know she was like she was optimistic she's going to beat it and, of course, everything that I knew about cancer was you really don't survive. So in my head, that's what I was thinking. And she got me believing, like, she's going to be fine. And then, yeah.
0: Well, I mean, um, you know, it. Was, it you know, uh, what kind of strength do you take from your mom, though? Because it seems like you, a lot of your focus is now about making sure she would always be proud of you.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I, I'm big on family, and she, that's how she always was, and she's always instilled in me. No matter what you're going through, try to make people smile. Like it's no point in dwelling on negativity and bringing it. In. Don't be a burden to somebody else's life. So like that type of strength that I've seen her have since a young age, like we've been to do like the worst situations and she's always been happy. She's always helped people when we'd have nothing. She was still helping people. And like, I don't like that strength that she had was just like, a. I don't think I've ever will have that strength that my mom had, but I, I do believe that she instilled enough strength in me to keep me going my worst days that I feel strong enough that I'm always going to be fine. Like I said, I just try to match my mom's strength as much as I can.
0: I'm with you on that, man. Seriously, man. That's Thank you. My mom died when she was 54. You know, I, she was older when she had me, but she had a stroke and, you know, she was gone in two weeks. Wow. You know, sorry to hear what that. I, Yeah, it's one of those things, man. It's just, it sucks. I mean, That's you know, really you expect does. your mom to be here now. You know, it really yeah? does. Um, but, uh, uh, so yeah, I talk about your mom's strength though, but she was there for you said she was there for your darkest times. Obviously, as a good parent, you know any any parent should be. Yes, sir. But um, you know you had a pretty serious leg injury in high school. Yes. Uh, uh, Kevin Ware, I think, uh, had the same one from Louisville. Yes. Uh, um uh, yeah. So when that happened, what explain what happened, and and what you, after immediately what happened, you're like, that, you, did you think you were done? You know, like.
1: Well, before the leg injury, I had. The year before, actually, I had broke my my wrist, and a couple years prior to that, I had broke my elbow. I broke my elbow playing football, and she told me, "You're done. Like you have to play a different sport." So I broke my wrist playing basketball, and I told her, "Like mom, please don't make me have to stop <laughs> playing basketball." And then I broke break my leg um, senior year, uh, junior year in high school. I'm um, going up for a block, and the the guy that I got Was trying to block our legs Got kind of tangled up in the air And all our weight landed on my one leg And it snapped Bone comes out my skin Yeah really, Fun times Yeah Fun times <laughs> real, real fun um, Like I said uh, Of course my mom was just like I'm, I'm tired of you doing this Like you have to stop You're messing your body up But like I said She was She was either She was always also like that type of mom Like hey like what are you going to do give up like you it's another obstacle is it's life and she was always big on like showing me that this is what life is like either when you're done playing basketball she always say like there's going to be times where you're going to get hit with roadblocks what are you going to do? give up like and she was always telling me like this is your last this your senior year going to high school I got hurt my junior and she's like you can either take this and go at it full speed or you can just let it derail you and she was big on supporting me like I said she was at our, every doctor visit as she like you said she's a parent she wants to be she just made sure everything was fine she kept me positive telling me like, like you'll you'll be fine and we're uh, we're big on religion so she also kept faith in me so
0: yeah i mean um so how long was the recovery period like so you had a like a, comp- a compound fracture yes. i guess uh with the um the lower bone? Yes, okay. sir.
1: Um, I broke my leg January 30th by March. The middle of March, I was walking. Uh, I was on beverage for a month. And in the middle of March, I had one crutch. No, I had two crutches. And then about two weeks later, I was on one crutch. And by April, I was walking. So
0: When did you start getting back and playing basketball again?
1: Um, I got cleared for basketball. The, it was about an eight-month period. I got cleared in August um, for contact. Well, not for contact, but I got cleared to go back and play. And then, like I say, in the middle of August, I got cleared for contact.
0: Do you still have any plates in your leg or anything? Yeah, I have
1: a rod f- um, from. I have a screw just under my knee with a rod that runs from my knee to my ankle, and another screw at the ankle.
0: So, you're, so anytime you go through a metal detector at the airport, I, <laughs> luckily it doesn't. Oh, really? <laughs> no, it, it does not. Luckily. <laughs> I always thought it would, but it doesn't. Um, yeah, I mean, it, just seeing that, I mean, d- does this happen before the Kevin Ware thing or after? This happens
1: uh, before Kevin Ware, and the crazy thing is I actually got to talk to Kevin Ware. Um, I broke my leg where like I said, and he broke his, uh, I think that was the final four, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Br- so it's that is, same
0: year. Yeah, okay. sir.
1: This is around when, like, Twitter was really big, yeah. like, and I had, like, everybody in my town, like, tweeting the both of us and like I said, my new my town did a newspaper article on me so they were like tweeting the article and finally that night like he wrote me and was like, hey, just wanted to reach out to you, tell you keep your head be strong and he actually gave me a call like a couple of days later and well, we went awesome. back and forth for about two weeks I think and and I don't know what happened. Oh, that's awesome! Bro. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean, great.
0: That, that's it's something you know you expect. You know, from,
1: yeah, it was great. It's
0: probably somebody you you probably seen on play play on yes. TV, and you know how good he. Yeah. I'm not sure if he still plays now or not.
1: I think he may be overseas. I'm
0: yeah, not sure. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not I'm, I lose track of people all the time, so he was tracking my keys. That's so, you know, <laughs> what um, <laughs> uh, so happens when you're 40 years old. But well, you lose track of everything. Oh man! So, yeah, I know. Can't believe I'm 40 years old. Here. <laughs> um, but uh, never about me. Um, so, all right, so you, you you escape Newberg, basically, and, you know, stay out of trouble because, you know, your mom probably kill you before anybody else did. <laughs> probably, right? Yes, yeah, And sir. my mom was the same way, so uh, not that I was any anywhere near the kind of situation you were in, but, uh, you know, basically poor. Yes, yeah, you know, The easy way out is to do something stupid. Yes, yeah, sir. Know? But, um, uh, <laughs> uh, Get out of there, and you go to where well, you said North Carolina. So. Yes,
1: I went to a prep school in North Carolina. Um, I have a lot of family in North Carolina, which also made the that decision a lot easier. But um, I also didn't know in North Carolina how spread out the cities was, so I was thinking like, oh, I'll be a couple uh, hours or so over. Next thing I know, I was two, three hours from everybody. So mm-hmm. I really didn't get to see much family, but I just knew that we were at least in the same state. So.
0: What uh, what academy was that?
1: Concord Prep. It was a first year program that did really well. Actually, um, I believe we went thirty two and nine that year. Did really well. Um, well. I think we placed like eighth out of like fifty teams in nationals
0: or something. It was we did well. All right. So you basically on was um, that your senior year you went there or no? That was post grad. A oh, post grad. Yeah, okay. Post. All right. First year after high school. Okay. Um, so you get there. And then you go to, uh, I probably pronounce you, I say Quinnipiac, but...
1: No, before Quinnipiac, oh. I went oh, to uh, right. uh, junior college in Illinois, Wabash Valley. Okay. Yes, sir. You
0: find yourself from North Carolina to Illinois. Yes. Um. You got to think of city <laughs> kid, you're like...
1: Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, Illinois was a big uh, big shocker for me. Um, was not ready for that, but like I said, I made the best of my times, and I the people out there embrace me the whole community it's like a small community so everybody knows each other and basketball is Wabash Valley College is actually like the the front runner school out there so like it was big everybody it's like all one big family until this day don't people still reach out to me and make sure that I'm fine
0: uh yeah so I mean you, you how did you find yourself out there anyway was it just wasn't a great thing was it no sir no. I've always had good grades okay. I just but some people do that because yeah, yeah, I, I was just asking
1: yes. I always had good grades um that was more so after prep school I did, still didn't have the looks that I felt like I could could have okay and a couple coaches knew the coach out there and that was a good program and like I said it ended up working out for me so
0: kind of like Hulk State is here in a little ways because they've, they've got guys that from been here that go like one guy went to Pittsburgh yes yeah, sir like, you know, you know. but um uh so yeah uh. So you're at Wabash. You get one year there, and so you transfer to Quinnipiac. 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 Yes, yeah, sir. I knew I was saying it wrong. I knew I was saying it wrong. That's just what you know. It's because I'm the big nerd. That's why I say everything wrong. Anyway, um, but yeah. So you're Quinnipiac and uh Division One school. Yes, sir. Uh, back up in New York. Yeah, uh, and Connecticut. Connecticut. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, sir. It's, just, it's all the same to me. I'm yes, sir. Know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So just talk about your time there and why you decided to leave.
1: Uh, the school is great. Um, it's beautiful school. At first, the basketball stuff was going really well. And then um, I didn't have a fallout with the coaches, but it just uh, it wasn't meshing. Yeah, it wasn't meshing. I wasn't really getting the opportunity to like I felt that I should. I was a couple of the coaches were telling me that I would receive an opportunity. I really didn't. And then my mom passed that year. So I was not playing and my mom passed. I was really frustrated. And for a point in time I was like I don't even know if I want to really play basketball anymore like I'm feel like I'm giving in my all and I feel like I'm being cheated out of a a chance to do what I should be able to show that I should be playing like I said my mom passed and then I uh, I took some time off for the funeral and stuff and when I got back surprisingly like they used to make a joke your mom did it Uh, the kid that was playing in front of me broke his foot (laughs) like literally as soon as I get back so I start playing i'm playing well um we weren't really we weren't good that year uh and the last game of the year i think the day after our coaching staff got fired which we kind of knew was going to happen but sorry i still was just like i didn't really want to deal with that stuff mm-hmm. and i have a friend actually um his name's cameron young actually and he's from la and we were both not playing we both felt like we should be playing and he was a he, he was a junior at the time and I was a sophomore so I wouldn't I didn't want to stay knowing that he would be graduating one more year after me um like I said I asked for my release and coach Donnelly I knew from high school and he, he tried to
0: get you over the uh, uh, his where he coached at before uh,
1: he was actually recruiting somebody else from my high school team but oh. I like we knew it, we had a relationship and so I, once I got my release he reached out to me came down here and <laughs> loved it so
0: yeah i think once a lot of people say that once they see this campus it's yeah. <laughs> it's just you know it, it's it's quiet but yes. it, it, it's spread out enough where you can you know where you you, know, you can find somebody if you want to find somebody you can be alone if you want to be alone
1: yes and i came when school was out so all my judgment was based off what the co- coaches was telling me and what i saw i didn't have any student interaction and I still i was just like this school just seems like it to me like and also, Coach Donnelly played a huge part in it. Like I said, I knew him. He's from up north. I'm from up north, so it was a connection there. And like I said, it's Florida, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you can go to Disney if you want. Yeah, right? it's so, Florida. Um, I mean, you talk about, you know, just like, one of the reasons I went here is because I love the campus. Yes, I mean, sir. It was just, I mean, you know, just you walk across the campus any, any any particular day, and it's beautiful. It could be rainy outside. it still be <laughs> beautiful. I mean, Except for where it leaks through the, the cracks and the you know, yes, you know you got, yeah yeah <laughs> um, uh, yeah you gotta be careful about not slipping too I know that one but uh you know, Frank Floyd Wright architecture did you ever hear Frank Lloyd Wright before you even I got out here I
1: did not know who that was before I got now, here. You, now yes, you never forget yes, sir, it right yes, sir. can never forget the name <laughs>
0: um, but uh you know I was talking joking with you about it before but uh, these uh, these archways you know. I mean, it, it for a guy that's six seven like you, it's got to be a little tough. I mean, f- to to fit under some of these spaces. Yeah. Right wasn't the tallest guy, so no. he wasn't thinking sleeping <laughs> Jones when he made for <laughs> Southern. So
1: yes, yeah, so I like I said, I try to avoid the smaller underpasses when I can, but it gets so hot that sometimes you just want to walk under them and like you said they are so nice so sometimes it's just like a good mellow mood for you to walk through it Mm -hmm. and just see how nice it is because this campus is really beautiful like you can see they put their time and effort into making these buildings.
0: Yeah, some of the ways some of the buildings come out of the ground. <laughs> yes. you know, it's just like, all right, forget about it. Like, that guy was a genius. Yes, <laughs> he was. But uh, talk about, let's talk about this year in basketball. I mean, last year you, were, you transferred here. Yes, sir. Um, I'm not sure what you did last year stats-wise. Uh, I forgot Mediocre. It, I forgot to look it up, sorry. Sometimes I don't do my own due <laughs> diligence. But, um, uh, you know, you talk about coming into this year. What did you want to prove to yourself this year?
1: um going over last year like I said it was my first year here and I was knew that I was one of the older guys but I didn't want to come in with that mindset like I need to be like an older guy I Mm -hmm. wanted to get a feel for everybody see the tradition um and I was still coming off of like a lot of resentment um going from division one to division two I was like Kind of mad at myself doing that at first. Like I felt like I sold myself short. Honestly, you thought you made a mistake. I wouldn't more so say mistake. I was just mad at myself. Like, like I felt like I was selling myself short. Like, okay. but I like I always knew that this program was a good program. Like I never underestimated this program or the talent here. I just was thinking to myself like, you could have stayed at Quinnipiac, and you could have fought through it, it. like I said, I just wanted a new change, new scenery. And coach told me on the phone call, like, don't think that Division One, Division Two, it's not really no different. Especially with this conference, this is one of the best conference in the country, and they can compete in a lot of Division One program conferences. So, and being here the first year, I seen that. Um, like I said, I had a mediocre year, um, okay. more so because of myself, feeling like I said a lot of resentment coming off the year of, with my mom and stuff. And then this year, I just knew, like, I never wanted to be the – I felt like we lost a lot of games last year because of myself. And I told myself this year I did not want to be feeling that way. So, like I guess I did a lot of work this off season, continued to do it in the preseason. And, like I said, I'm still working, trying to accomplish. We all on the same goal. And, like I said, it's doing good, showing, showcasing what I worked on this offseason. season.
0: Um, all right, so I have to get to it. Uh, the na- name Slinky. So your first name is actually Jaquan. Yes, sir. And how do you spell that?
1: ja apostrophe okay, kwan
0: Okay, K-W-A-N. Yes, sir. I was going to say Q-U. I think everybody says that. <laughs> everybody. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, J-A apostrophe Yes, okay. sir. So it's Jaquan, middle name, Jones. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, we're going to your middle name. Yes. I don't want to do that because they might get a hold of it and you never know what they'll do with it. Yes, Because I know. Sir. So I, yeah, I don't I have, I, I, my middle name's George. People, you know, they oh, Georgie Porgy. Yes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to kill you guys. Yeah. Um, my brother calls me all the time. Mike, thank you, Jay. Shut up. But um, uh, So, uh, Slinky, so your mom gave you that name, right? No. Oh, actually, okay. Yeah, um.
1: Actually, uh the name came from 8th Grade Modified Basketball. Um, um, I know both of my friends are going to be listening, so I'm not going to credit one of them. <laughs> uh, one of, uh, I, I personally can't remember who, but they both fight over two of my best friends who actually gave me the name. But it started as a joke. That's what I remember. And it like, just stuck. And from 8th Grade to today, it's been around like to the point where people think that Slinky is my given name.
0: <laughs> I mean, you might, everybody knows you as Slinky. Yes, sir. Everybody knew um, uh, Bubby when he was yes, here. You yeah, he probably met Bubby. Yes, he's a. He's a very nice guy. No, he He's, is. He, everybody loved him when he was here. So everybody loves Slinky too. You know? <laughs> I know that, man. So I've seen, I've seen the crowd with you. Yes, you sir. The crowd, and everything. So you're always giving your time and everything. That's awesome yes, to sir. see that, though. Like I so, you know, like you have, you feel like you have to get not not feel like you have to give back, but you, it seems like it's a natural thing for you. Yes,
1: it is. Like even with, I don't know where life would take me, but I always want to be an inspiration to somebody. I've, I'm always taught. You never know who's watching. You never know who's out there that can help you. So i always been like that. I always want to be level-headed and humble. And plus, like, I always think about that's the right way to do things because I was once that person in the stands looking up to somebody. And I know there's people out there looking up to me, whether it be home or whether it be away. So so I'm the same kid here that I would be back home. And you said you
0: said you have an older brother.
1: Yes, sir. And three younger sisters? Yes, I do, three younger
0: sisters. Okay, so do, do any of them, like, uh, play basketball or, uh, or my, sports? My... That had to be basketball. Yes, sir. <laughs> my
1: seventeen-year-old sister actually plays basketball. She doesn't take it as serious as I, I do. I think mm-hmm. so. She d- started playing because of me. Oh, so well, I mean that's that's yes, good though. Yes, role sir. Model yes, <laughs> sir. So that I mean it makes me happy. Um, but like she plays, and my older brother, I mean he played, but not like officially. Like he just okay. likes to play.
0: Alright, so you, do you have pickup games against when you get home and everything?
1: Um, we haven't had a pickup game in about 7-8 years so we're waiting on that actually this summer. We've planned on one. So
0: I bet, see, because you, know, you probably don't want je- to now, to jeopardize to get hurt playing a pickup yes, game sir. against your brother. And as you explained to Coach Donnelly that, yeah, Coach, you broke my ankle. Yes. What? Yes, He's going to break your neck now. Yeah. <laughs> like I was afraid um, you know, when you are taking photos out here I was like, oh
1: God. Yeah, I was a little nervous. <laughs> I was, you were nervous. I, was,
0: I didn't want to get that phone call from Mike. <laughs> it just in case thank god nothing happened Yes, sir. but thank um god. yeah so i mean part part of the thing i do with the big nerd podcast also is um i like to find out what gets your big nerd flowing man because i know everybody's got a dirty side everybody yes, does sir. so what is it for you i mean it, it it could be basketball it could be video games what if what if what is it oh um.
1: Go into big nerd, like what? What? What's What's the meaning
0: behind? Well, that? the big nerd, nerdy is, is, is something that it, it could uh, kind of a, a geek status almost. Like if you oh. liked into video games or comic books or whatever. Oh no, I'm or, I, or you read Fortnite, a lot. I play Fortnite, a
1: lot of, play a lot of Fortnite. Um, that's the thing right now. That's.
0: Oh, that's fine. That's, I, I,
1: that's what I do most of the time when I'm free is play Fortnite.
0: You play against John. Uh, we Godden.
1: usually run teams together Oh, so you beat, gang up on each other Against <laughs> yes,
0: other people though Yes, sir But uh, who's better, you or Jonathan? John, against yeah, now <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you ever uh, get into Apex Legends too, though? I it's, have not yet
1: It's free too, apparently Yes, sir, I have not yet I hear that it's a good game I've Heard it's taking
0: over Fortnite stuff, though I
1: don't know, man Fortnite <laughs> I, I don't know if I can switch I'm,
0: What's your favorite skin on Fortnite, though? I honestly w-
1: am not into any skins. Like, I I have not bought anything on Fortnite. It, You've earned it all? Yes, yeah, sir. I, <laughs> I do not buy stuff. I'm not in no game to have I ever, like, spent money. I'm not really that much invested in games.
0: Okay. I mean, but like I said, one of the things that keeps you, keeps you, uh, you know, fuels your inner... Nerd, I yes, guess I'd sir. say. I'd say nerdy stuff. It could be anything. It's, you could like, like to play board games. I mean, oh yeah, it doesn't I love matter. Board games yeah, too. It doesn't matter. Yes, I mean, sir. it's not a bad thing. Trust no, me. No, sir. Everybody thinks they're a you know, nerd. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, Call me all you want. I was a nerd want. growing up, yeah, so I, mean, I, mean, I don't give a crap. I mean, <laughs> call me whatever you want. Just so call me late for dinner. Right? I mean, jeez. But uh, all right, so going in, you guys got a big tournament coming up. Uh, this Friday yes, this weekend against Nova Southeastern. Uh, not you got, hopefully you can play Nova Southeastern again if they make the finals. Yes. Sir. Make finals. Wrapping this whole thing up, what's your I mean, thoughts going into this? You just had a great tournament, you were named all tournament team. Um you know, quarterfinals, you hit a game winning shot against St. Leo. Everybody, you know, went nuts over that one. They dog in here, yes, I saw sir. that. <laughs> um, you had a great double uh, double double against um Lynn. Uh, Lynn, right?
1: No, uh, Nova. Oh, just I'm, one no. rebound short against... Link.
0: Okay, but you had like 19 points yes, and nine sir. rebounds. Okay, so you had, you know, and then you had double-double against Nova. Yes, sir. And, you know, great tournament. How do you guys feel going forward?
1: I mean, as a team, we're just ready. Um, right now we're playing some of the best basketball we've played all year because we're finally, not finally, but we're more so focused on our defense right now. Like, my second year here and we have not been worried about uh offense since i've been here we've always been able to score the basketball and coach has always told us that like you guys will be able to score real championship teams play defense so and that's what we're for. we're trying to bring home a national championship at the end of the day so we know we need to play defense and no matter who they throw at us no matter what type of talent they have, we know there's we're talented and every team that we play from here on out is going to be talented, but it's going to come down to who wants to really play defense, and that's the challenge we're looking forward to. All right.
0: Well, Slinky, I want to thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. No it problem. Took time out of your busy day. Thank I know you, for you got and you've got a paper to write or something Sorry, somewhere, you know, thank I you mean. For having me. You know, some 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 maybe you got Fortnite to do. I don't <laughs> know. Maybe Jonathan's waiting for the, you know, you kick his butt in Fortnite or whatever. But thank you again for coming on the Big Nerd Podcast and uh uh hope good luck to you this year this year and in your future, man. So, thank I hope you, you keep in touch. with us on Twitter, all right? Yes sir. Thank right. you. Yes sir.